is. It's pretty tough. It's just hard. It's pretty like shout out to Angel Amen who or, produced our theme song. He's telling me he wants to get back on the show. Same thing with John P. John P. wants to drop a freestyle for the show and shit. Everyone wants back on two belts. Well, you I know mean, what? How many? This is by the way. This is episode forty-six. Mm-hmm. So we're about how many more episodes left until a year? Well, less than nine. God less damn. than nine, but not less than three. Exactly. Um, math. Um, well, less than nine. Right. So it's. I, I was gonna if, be like, we're gonna be like ten episodes away. I was like, damn, these weeks not that long. Damn. Bro. What are how? Is it like six? I think it's like six or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, it's six. We're six episodes away from a full year. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, just two belts here with meals yeah. and meals and shit like that. Um, I guess one thing I want to get out of the way early. Because, yeah, it gets real awkward once we get to this point, like later in the I show. Yeah. It was, I think I, we, get, we get too tired for racial debates. Well, yeah. I, I, I mean, I think um, on this show, I mean, we haven't sort of had a strong racial debate and um, I don't think throughout any of the two belt history. I mean, we've touched on things, but we haven't even gotten into it. But the first thing I guess I want to say from me, a black man, and Carlos, person of color. Person of color. <laughs> a Pac. <laughs> this shit is the weirdest, like... Person of color. A person of African descent. A person of African descent. Well, all right. So it's awesome to be black mm-hmm. it's awesome to be sort of any sort of person of color any sort of that you so, come from a very vibrant lively culture and i think it's just like you know it's like it's the thing where you like where our i guess our ancestors have worked hard to get to this point and we've gotten to this point where you've just like you roughed it out and you've like you've experienced you you've you gained sort of a bit of humility mm. and a sort of just like you know you understand where you come from you, and what that means to other people. And you understand, I guess, struggle. And you see that. You have to understand pain to really be able to embrace, you know, the good and everything. The I, I, I don't know what the opposite of pain is. I don't know. Beautiful. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Blowjobs. Blowjobs. You have to really go through the pain to experience the blowjobs of life. Known That's as actually a good analogy. Being a, you know... I guess a person of color, a black man. So I just want to say, in the just off the top, uh, Stacey Dash, fuck out my face. We, we, First thing I want to say. <laughs> First thing I want to say. I just want to. I want to say that because I feel like we we don't get a lot of respect. Is what I really want to say, and it's it's prevalent. And I feel like for like as long as we've been doing this show. And while we haven't necessarily talked about it, since we like to keep this as a sort of more music-centric podcast. And more humor-centric. Right. There's been so many racial atrocities and so many sort of racial issues that have sprung up. And, like, the issue of race and the conversation of race is more livelier than ever ever in at least my lifetime. Absolutely. I'm sure, you know, it was tougher back in the civil rights days. But now with, you know, what... It's it's all thanks to like the internet age, yeah. That everything gets out faster and spread faster. But yeah, so I think a lot of our topics this week, and we have a lot of topics this week, as opposed to some mm-hmm. other weeks in January where we don't have shit. Where we don't have shit, but we have a lot of topics this week. A lot of things drop. Um, first things first, the Stacy Dash shit. Fuck Stacy Dash. Ah, <sighs> so Stacy Dash. When like, I'm... play the ether instrumental when I say that. Okay. Well. Maybe. Fuck Stacy Dash. What's up, nigga? No, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm trying to pull up. Let, I'm trying to pull up her quote on CNN. But anyway, Stacy Dash took her black ass on no on Fox News. She actually went on Fox News. Uh, bu- 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 she, burnt Sienna. Took right, her burnt Sienna ass. Took her burnt Sienna ass to Fox News. And granted, she's I believe she is like a correspondent on a Fox News show. She's like really. She's actually like. Part of Fox News. She's like that that Jay Z song. She's with Lil Wayne. She's the black person on Fox News to say, "Hey, we have a black opinion," but her black opinion is it's literally really the horrible. Same. Yeah, the same as Fox News. So she went on Fox News and pretty much said that um, we should 
pretty much make up our minds either. Well, this is what exactly she said. We have to make up our minds. Either we want segregation or integration. And if we don't want segregation, then we have to get rid of channels like BET and the BET Awards and the Image Awards where you're only awarded if you're black. If it were the other way around, it would be up in arms. It's a double standard. Nigga, it is the other way around. It's the we're we're not like black people are not as well. Black people, Latinos, are all not as acknowledged as well as white actors. Right, and even I guess this whole controversy stemmed because of the Oscars, because mm-hmm. of the, the the hashtag Oscar so white, because the Oscars chose this year to pretty much almost exclusively highlight white actors over the past year, and it's definitely been more than you know. For instance, Creed. I saw yeah. Creed twice in the And theaters. it was a good movie. The director, Ryan Coogler, did not get nominated. Um, the lead, Michael B. Jordan, did not get nominated. But, you know, Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone, Stallone got a nomination. Got a nomination. That's not a knock to Sylvester Stallone because I watched the movie twice. He had a great, I think, in sort of the range of Sylvester Stallone emotions from uh, to, uh. <laughs> I already knew where you were going with that. That shit is stupid. The range from emotion. Uh. He did it for <laughs> He made the noise during the movie, right? He already made the noise. He was like, with the cloud. He has like some nerve problem in his face. Was, I always thought he had a stroke. But he did pretty good. But at the same time, it's like, yo, you couldn't. You know, Michael B. Jordan did a great job in this movie. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much 90% of this entire movie. And while, you know, Sylvester That movie was black as hell because he helped her undo her braids in that movie. You saw the movie? Yeah, I saw the movie. I didn't even know you saw the movie. Oh, yeah, I saw it. In theaters? Nah, at home. What the fuck? All right. Well, there we are. Um, I'm not going... I don't like going to theaters in general. I... I'm bad at that. I just don't really like going to the theaters. Like, I feel you. When we saw the Dragon Ball Z movie, that shit was cool. Though. That was cool because we were in a room full of fucking Fucking virgins. dorks because that shit was mad funny. <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm probably like, like, other than the people who here who have kids, I'm probably the only other person that knows what pussy smells like. Well, except, you know, me, but, you know, whatever. All right, well. <laughs> um... Back to our, you know, our topic in terms of just sort of the racial topic that's this week that was pretty much inspired exclusively by the Oscar. So Stacey Dash took her Bernstein ass to Fox News and decided to spout all this talk. And I've, God, like how wrong? Because she doesn't identify. She doesn't want to identify as black, I think- and she doesn't want like she wants she wants black people to follow under like the trends of white norms. I think she's one of those people who think all lives matter. Yeah. And you know, I've 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 had debates with fellow, you know, I guess, you know, some of my black friends who who don't live in New York necessarily. So I don't think they've really had the huge, you know, melting pot. So they live in other countries, I mean other states where they're the minority. So it's like and it, and you'd think they'd be able to understand it more, but I guess they understand it less because they're more their used to isn't white. So up, their racism no. isn't as upfront as ours is. And I guess they're like used to, I guess, white people and sort of having, you know... Being like nine towns away. Right. And the, I, the first time I heard All Lives Matter, I just kind of got really, really angry. Because it's like, you're still... You're in an attempt to say, hey, you know... You niggas are actually being kind of racist by saying just Black Lives Matter. You're diminishing the actual point. Yeah. So you're not not paying attention to the actual point where we're saying, yo, you have to give this attention because it's it's been racial and social injustice for a long period of time. Fucking a long time. Where it's like one black person dies and it completely gets ignored and washed under the ropes and shit like that. And just so many like, you know, police related brutality towards black folks. And it's just like it's and you know the so many like in terms of just the du- judicial system and how they follow it up. I don't want to make this too like you know wordy and CNN and stuff like that because this is supposed to be a podcast where it's like you know humorous and shit like mm-hmm. that. But like that shit gets me angry. So it's like it's like when I see Stacey Dash go on fucking Fox News and kind of say the shit. I personally at this point now I laugh because I'm like she's a dumb bitch. Yeah, and you know. As everyone's been saying, ever since that Kanye video, like, shit has never... Ever since she boarded the plane on that Kanye video, nothing has fucking She boarded that plane and rode it straight into racism. I don't know, man. It's it's weird. It's straight into racism. It's fucking weird. Like, in terms of just, like, you know, so, proud of your culture. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's one thing. It's like... Fucking we racist gotta, moan, too. Fuck that bitch. 
Yeah. I know that bitch. I want to be slapping these people because I feel like they don't realize their impact like when you're black and in the media. And uh, it's just so such it's, a, like, a terrible, like on such a national stage, too. I mean, you're free to say whatever the fuck you want to say. But at the same time, it's just like you could not be working so backwards. You give people a reason. And it's like at this point. Oh, this black person doesn't value black people. Why should I? Right. So it's like you don't want to sort of. If we really want to become sort of a culture and sort of that sort of lives in sort of harmony and all that kind of cool shit and just like to find the sort of happy medium between things where we're offered the same opportunities but at the same time, you know, we are treated the same and we treat you the same in return. It's like to sort of perpetuate all of that It like it. It, and then digs in the psyche of like the young kids and then the young kids who grow up to be the teenagers and then their other teenage friends sort of, you know, it, that culture sorts of get, you know, perpetuated among them. And then they become like the cops and the CEOs and all of those things mm-hmm. who sort of continue to hold, you know. Systematic racism isn't a fucking myth. It isn't made up. It yeah. isn't something black people said, yo, it's it's a trend. Like, it's a thing that's going on now. Right. Yeah. And who do I want to bitch slap next? Um, I think you want to bitch slap Aunt Vivian. Just a little bit. Just Aunt Vivian. Just a little bit. Shout out to Janet. Not not shout out to Janet Hubert. Why did I say shout? Just out? You know sh- what? Because I'm black. It. Just say it. <laughs> shout out to my nigga Janet Hubert. You know, <laughs> she sound like she got like low post. Score. Drop that new video and shit. She sound know? like a low post score in the WNBA. <laughs> Janet Hubert. Um, and as we call her dark skin Aunt, Aunt Vivian or black. Yeah, skin. everyone knows her as dark skin Aunt Vivian. Let's let's not bug out. And then that video, she was looking type light skin. So it's so you know, she decided. All right, all right. So, I see what you're doing, bitch. After, so I, I guess she's trying to pin this on the other Aunt Vivian. I know what she's trying to do. <laughs> Backstory on this: so um, Oscar nominations, where mm-hmm. this is all stemmed from, this sort of Oscar nominations came out. You know, ignore it all. You know, the cool black, you know, actors. Um, I guess Jada and Will felt slighted by their lack of nomination for um, Concussion. Mm-hmm. The movie where he used a Nigerian accent throughout the entire movie. The movie to... where, well, it, it's a good movie, but I haven't seen it, so I'm not sure. I'm personally, well, I'm, I'm, I'm I don't not super big on his acting in the movie. Um, I think I don't know. It's it's kind of we've reached the other side of Will Smith's career at this point. He's had too many like <laughs> you're right. He's had too many like not good movies. Like he just do I Am Legend two and like Bad Boys two three or something. Bad Boys two three. Bad Boys two three. Bad Boys twenty three coming out <laughs> in two thousand and eighty seven. Bad Boys three or something along those lines. Just stick. I don't know. Just it's, we're on the other side of his um, career, even though he's like flourishing throughout his like you know kids who are the the strangest fucking Bart, like Bizarro Bart and Lisa Simpson. Absolutely. Um... But they felt slighted, so Jada Pinkett Smith decided, you know, to make a statement that, you know... Boycotting the Oscars. Boycotting the Oscars for not, you know, recognizing black talent and, like, all the... Which is sensible. It's it's sensible. It's what, it's what you know, civil rights leaders did a long time ago when they didn't want to be treated like shit. Right. So, Janet Hubert... On decided, you know what? I'm gonna open up this MacBook or like prop up her fucking iPad on some like textbooks or some shit like that. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It looked <laughs> like it was filmed in this weird like pop, like pop art filter. I feel like she, like, yeah, this Comic Sans ass filter. filter. And yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. She looked like a panel out of a 1988 so, comic book. So, by the way, if you haven't read an article, um, David Dennis Jr. He wrote a good article. You also write a, a Kanye, a uh, Kendrick article that I retweeted a couple of days ago on it. Just this is just an aside. If you want to see it, just scroll my timeline at Meal CB. It's somewhere there. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, so she decided to take to that and said, "Hey, listen, um, I'm tired of your shit. I'm tired of seeing this nigga around all over my TV talking about we should boycott the Oscars." And actually, I kind of one half of me recognizes what Aunt Janet Hubert's saying. Well, yes. That's good. But another part of me recognizes exactly how petty and petty she is from, I guess, something that happened 25 years ago. Probably. Like, she, we know you hate Will Smith. Mm-hmm. We know every, you know, every time you're in front of the camera and you're, I guess, doing a sort of candid sort of, 
you know, interview or she's video gonna or shoot, something like gonna that. She's going to shoot on that she's nigga. Shooting on, she's shooting from the hip on Will Smith. Like, fuck that nigga. Fuck everything he loves. He, fuck the people he loves. He, he takes dick in the butt. Fuck all his, like, you know, Fuck his, his weird, weird ass, ass offspring yeah, with, like, all four fingers each. She is going to, and I said this on Twitter, her grave is going to have fuck Will Smith. As the epitaph? Beveled and embossed on that shit. <laughs> Chiseled with, in. Rhin- with rhinestones with in it, like someone took a bedazzler to her tombstone, and just like just she gonna have like just two middle fingers up in the air, just like just send this picture to Will when you see him, and it's on that hand. But at the same time, I do agree with you saying because at the same time, it's like Will Smith was, I guess he was quoted a few weeks ago saying there's no racism in the um, film industry. There's just prejudice. So. Yeah, it's kind of fucking weird, right? Yeah, there's just prejudice. He's like, he's never experienced so, racism. Racism is thinking, he said racism is thinking one race is superior to the other. Whereas he's experienced, I guess he says there's prejudice where it's like, I, you know, don't. He doesn't think those two things are intertwined, like they're having one big 69. Yeah, well, yeah. The good old race prejudice 69. Yeah. Of 69. <laughs> is that oh. is that what Martin Luther King was trying to fight against? No, I think that He's... was a cam line or something. Oh, damn. That might have been. That might have been. That sounds like some Harlem shit to say. Um, but I get the race prejudice in the 69. Doing 69 <laughs> in my 69. With 60 oh, big fines. Oh, man. Fucking. But yeah, I agree with what she's saying. Because at the same time, it's like you literally can't come. Could say, hey, we should boycott it. When, when you got snubbed. When you when it was essentially... You got snubbed. He got snubbed, but... Still got snubbed. Essentially what I want to say, because <laughs> you're fucking distracting me. Sorry. Um, what I say is that like, you can't say, you can't boycott um, the people who necessarily... The people you sort of, you know, you've laid in bed with to get you to the position where you're at. And now you're saying boycott them because you didn't get the nomination that you thought you should have got. Absolutely. And at the same time, it's like you can't call racism all suddenly when it just benefits you out of nowhere. When really for the last couple of years, you've, we haven't seen you on any side of the movement. We haven't seen you say anything related mm-hmm. to race. It's really only when the Oscars do not nominate you. That you decide to cry, you know, we're going to boycott this. I mean, if you decided hey, to boycott. Hey, Janet th- Hubert, that's you right now. If you go ahead, <laughs> Jay Huber is crying pain like about this situation when really it's just like fuck Will Smith at the end of it. It's really fuck Will Smith. At the it's end really well fuck like it's everyone's doing something that they think is positive, but underneath it's like fuck this because they don't fuck with me. Absolutely. So it's like if you learn any lesson from this right now, it's that Hollywood niggas is fake. Hollywood is fucking fake. Hollywood niggas is fake. Hollywood and, divorce nigga. And fuck them. <laughs> that's it. I think that's that's the most important point I can get across. Everybody here on the table is fake, and they're all putting up like this one big fort saying, you know, this is what I really want. When it's like the subversive messages, fuck this nigga in the I ass. I wonder where light skin on Viv is sipping th- tea throughout this with her royalty checks and shit like that. Yeah, right? sipping tea with her royalty checks. She probably uh, like dark skin on Viv probably only gets like a couple checks because she's I, only in a couple seasons. I mean, she was still on the show for a couple seasons. I think they're maybe on the same amount of seasons, maybe on a little bit less. Mm-hmm. Light skin on Viv more seasons. I feel like when I don't know, did it make more sense when on Viv left? Like two light skin and make a dark skin baby. Dark skin. No, I guess it made more sense. But I'm trying to figure it out in, in terms of that. Is this was a show what, twenty kid? years ago? Yeah, that's kids. The kid, yeah, yeah. Um, this is a show. I guess twenty years ago. So you know, I guess you know. Light skin on Viv to me helped explain Hillary. Hillary, <laughs> but then the rest of the kids, because Uncle Phil was not really dark skin. Nah, he was like a brown. Yeah. So it's like you look at him, then you look at the kids, and you're like. How'd that I think the little nigga belongs to Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey was just smashing that out oh, one night. Oh, shit. That's fucking hilarious. That's right, Master Banks. I'm uh, slapping that ass. <laughs> um, What else? Fuck. What oh, Macklemore. about the situation? Oh, oh. I mean, in, in terms oh, of the Oh, fuck them all. Fuck them all in the asses. But, yeah, I think. I feel like, one, let the hate go. 
Just like it's been. Yeah, but I still think at the end of the day, boycotting the Oscars is sensible. I feel like boycotting the Oscars because it's fucking whack is sensible because I'm not watching it. I'm I don't not know. Necessi- Chris Rock is hosting, so I might like look at like the clips. I of feel him like on YouTube. Yes, I will definitely do a YouTube sort of you know review on that in terms of just looking towards there. But I don't think I'm gonna sit through the entire Oscars. Me, I'm not a movie person like that, so yeah, I don't me really give a fuck who wins. Like I'm barely an awards person. I kind of go for the performances. You're not really gonna see a lot of performances on. Oscars, you may see a few, but you're not really gonna see that many. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Luckily, there's the Grammys who decides, hey, you know what? We got a whole category dedicated to black people that you know, white people are just gonna win in anyway. <laughs> Eminem, Macklemore. Oh, but you know, we're gonna recognize your black talents anyway, and you know, the 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 categories of R&B and fucking hip hop. But not in the big four where it matters. Because you know what? Beyonce should have won last year. And she lost to Beck. Right. Well, actually. Beyonce I probably should have fucking won, man. I can't, be mad, ago, at, actually, I can't yeah. be mad at Beck. I, I mean, I'm not necessarily mad at Beck. I can't be mad at Beck because Beck is what I would want to be if I did music. Like, you do everything. And it's like, low-key, like, people fuck with you. mm I only remember Beck from Futurama. So. Yeah, a lot of people only remember Beck from Futurama. That's the fucked <laughs> really, up part. So if he's not, he can, like, if he's not a talking jarhead, I don't fucking know him. So Beck is one of the few people that write songs, can read music. Like one of his albums came out, and it was like literally the pages of the album were written notes and like compositions for the songs. Mm. Beyonce should have won. I guess I don't know. <laughs> that I mean, she fire. dropped a whole package. The the album is like in terms of just like. She dropped the whole package. She dropped not only songs, but videos to go with each song. The only thing that the Grammys get wrong is the snapshot of the year. Like, when I look 50 years from now, I want to be able to see this album was the hot, the best album of the year. And usually it's not. Or usually it's a super obvious decision. Like, we know next year Adele's going to fucking win everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even looking forward to next year. I don't even want to drop shit now. I'm dropping shit after fucking October when the Grammy shit, Grammy deadline's over. Because I'm not trying to get steamrolled by Adele. Poor, you know... All these other people, Bruno Mars, Kanye West, they've already felt the wrath of Adele and shit like that. It makes no sense. It makes no sense attempting to win a Grammy mm-hmm. next year. But you know what? We'll see. Um, in other, I guess, race-related news, pending. I guess this one isn't. Oh, sort if of, I see this nigga, he's getting a pedigree <laughs> on concrete. This one is hardcore rules necessarily um, influenced by Oscars. But Macklemore decided to announce that he's dropping his. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Ryan Lewis doesn't get enough credit for shit. Like, he kind of just chills in the background and just like he's like, no, nah, I don't feel any sort of way strongly. Or... Yeah, no one asked him questions. Right? They yeah. let him be. The, they let Macklemore and his music be. You the ever mouthpiece. see the neutrals from like Futurama? The who? The neutral. The neutral planet. Like oh, the gray dudes. <laughs> yeah. He's like, if you see my wife, tell her hello. Tell her hello. I <laughs> I feel no strong way, one way or the other. Like, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> the um, neutrals. The neutral planet. It was like, fucking neutrals. You never know where they stand. <laughs> anyway, Macklemore decided that he's going to announce his album, Some Unruly Mess I've Made. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. I keep saying that. I keep fucking forgetting Ryan Lewis. Um, the Unruly Mess I've Made, which drops February 26th. Shout out to you. I guess you'll be performing at the Grammys or something. Uh, no, I'm not going to be paying attention to that fucking album. Um, I'll, I'll listen. I, I feel like Macklemore is at is least... Is that a work. candle? It's it's a candle. This is the sign of Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. It, like, if I light a candle, will they show up and tell me about race relations? Maybe. Things I already know? Maybe. They'll educate right. you about the civil rights and Jim Crow. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah. Because like, I didn't, bro, did you know I didn't 19... have a black U.S. history teacher that told me bro, all this. Bro, did you know in 1984, the state comptroller in Idaho this was the first state, you know, the first black one was actually in 1984? I wouldn't smoke weed with them. You, you wouldn't? I wouldn't because I feel like that's what they would talk to me about because they see I'm a person of color. I feel like with other white people, they'd be like, you, you know, feel you like you be... smoke weed with them and it's just C-SPAN debates and shit like that? Yeah, <laughs> nigga. I don't smoke weed for that. It's like, dude, we got to do this for the culture, the black culture, not the fucking... I'd... Dude, come on. Come on. Same love, bro. Same love. Come on. Um, I'm sure they don't talk like that. I'm sure they do. But um, <laughs> I'm sure they talk to each other like so that. So this unruly mess I've made and he released, besides, you know, that wretched ass downtown song. Didn't listen. You didn't listen to downtown? No, don't play it. You didn't listen. I'm going to throw this bottle you cap You listened to downtown. Come on. It was that. I will attach electrodes to your nipples. 
so I won't have to listen to Downtown. Listen, if you see Carlos in person, just play Downtown. I'm going to punch you in the face. All right, just play Downtown if you ever see him. Don't um, see me. Don't see me. Don't see me. terrible Downtown, which was just like, hey, we're an old to old hip hop. I got Grandmaster Flash and like all these other, you know. What a strap on. Cool old. <laughs> <laughs> what a strap on he's such a fucking tool oh man i don't think i mean i got I all these old rappers that you don't really remember or care about in this generation that used to smoke greens and not have complex rhymes oh man. Uh, yeah let's listen to their songs in 120 kbps so he <laughs> <laughs> these niggas he got, dropped the, the drugs were bad back then they are not as good as they were then. earlier today he dropped the song white privilege too Obviously, the sequel to White Privilege, to White, White Privilege, White Privilege Two, you know, Electric Boogaloo, Electric, you know, the mayonnaise, you know, colored mayonnaise flavored, sort of a <laughs> young ranch dressing. Yeah, <laughs> young ranch dressing. Oh man, I swear, like Jeezy should re <laughs> should freestyle over and just call it White Privilege and it just be about cocaine. <laughs> Yo, I'd be with that. I'd be with that. <laughs> or because... Gucci or something like that. Nah, nah, nah. Gucci, but you can't get Gucci and Yeezy on the same uh, and Jeezy on the same track because Gucci definitely killed one of Jeezy's boys. I feel and like, then didn't they make up? Oh. Did they? Or maybe that was Ross and Jeezy. Might have been Ross and Jeezy. I definitely know it was Ross and Jeezy, but I feel like Gucci. And... I don't remember. Anyway. I don't know, but if they come together and do it for the good of Atlanta, good, good for them. Yeah, and they can call it. They can put it on a mixtape called Snow on the Bluff. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Oh, that shit man. is real. So you drop White Privilege 2, which is pretty much... So in terms of how I feel about this song, White Privilege 2... Um, Way to go. Good job for you. Like, good job for them. Like I feel like... Uh, all right, so here's the thing. All right. I'm going to clap for them. Look That's at that. a sarcastic clap, by the way. Um, I feel like, honestly, what we've listened to White Privilege 2... White Privilege 2 is not for us. Nigga, I've lived White Privilege 1. <laughs> I don't need you many, the You know how many white, white people privilege. I've worked with and then like they don't show up to work and still have a job at the end of the day? I feel like the and capacity then, at work and maybe, just not my job but just in general is just so – there's some people who are just so outrageous. I feel like these niggas need to go to an NAACP meeting and find out how to be real allies to a cause instead of just going and saying, yo, this is a song about white privilege. And like, but I feel like here's the thing: white privilege two is not for us. White privilege two is for white people, Mm -hmm. and pretty much Macklemore is being the vessel to get to the masses of white people to explain the black struggle from slap that nigga the white person sort of view. He's like, listen, not that you guys should feel bad for yourself, but you guys are kind of like we're kind of terrible. And you know what? What a strap on. We. This nigga's a drill, though. If we love. He's a dick spinning on a drill. This nigga's a fucking tool. If we love to, you know, utilize the black culture and, you know, our fucking, you know, big lips Kardashians or like, you know, fucking, uh, you know, the fat ass white rappers mm-hmm. and the, you know, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera in life, the twerking pop stars and Bunch shit like of that. Dildos. We should be able to, you know, fight for their culture and their cause. Man, and he is a white man is saying this, and I have I, honestly, to me, I have no necessarily problem. I, I ha- in terms the of the song, pro- I don't have the, the problem. only problem I have. But I feel with- like he gets on black people's nerves. Yeah, I feel like he gets on every person of color's nerves. It's like nigga. We get it. Yeah. We get it. We We can speak for ourselves, all right? We get it. We live it. We have our own artists talking about it. We don't... Like, if you want to be a supportive ally, just show up to things and do stuff. Don't don't talk to me about... Don't talk to about... Don't talk... Don't speak to me, boy. You think the worst part of him supporting it is talking about it so much? Yeah, because it's like... Now it feels like his career thrives on it. It's like all about... His career is all about this. Like he's a chatty patty? Yeah, nigga. He's a chatty patty. Same thing he did with Kendrick. He's like, bro, you should have, you should have won and that then Grammy. On this text. record, he's and talking shit about Iggy Azalea. But when, meanwhile, when they were at award shows, they were t- taking pictures and smiling and shit. So know. it's like everyone, like, don't shit on Iggy Azalea because it's popping right now. Don't be shitting on people because it's or popping. do I don't care, you know, <laughs> or do nah um, because it show like it shows like your character, right. like low key that shows his character. Like mm-hmm. he'll do anything for like. For like what he thinks is positive and what he I thinks think will he, give him fame. I think 
I don't think it's necessarily that. I think he literally finds Iggy Azalea as problematic as the rest of black people do. Then he should find himself problematic. I, well, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Then he should not. You know what? He should have just wrote an article. He shouldn't have rapped. He, he shouldn't have gotten an instrumental together. Huh. He shouldn't be putting out an album. I mean, he's gonna put out an album anyway. He's pretty popular. Um, but in terms of that, I think. Um, I don't know. In terms of Iggy Azalea, I just want to say something. Um, I disagree with some of the things she says related and sort of the caucasity and sort of the carefree, like the laissez-faire wave in terms (laughs) of just like talking about race-related things. Um, But I know she's probably not a terrible person. She actually seems pretty transparent with her fans. She's just really annoying. She's like one of those annoying, you know, white people at Starbucks and shit like that who are pretty much like, um, I said, you know, can I speak to the manager? Like, yeah. Because, you know, I ordered a frap and then, like, it came with, like, this and then, you know, don't spit in my shit. She's like one of those people who goes to the, you ever seen the vine of the, the white? The bitch that asked for hot fries? No, the vine of the white lady who went to the Apple store and she was promised service and didn't get service and she lost her fucking mind. You ever seen that vine? No. It's like, I thought I was going to be sorry. Like, the outrage in that white woman is so strong. Um, oh, I've seen that shit. She's mad non-threatening. I would have slapped the shit out of her. I would have threw her right down the stairs. <laughs> I was like, she's right there. But she had a baby with her. Oh, no. I would have thrown her down the stairs and then take the baby gently down the stairs uh, and help the baby out of the store and then escorted the, mo- the mother out by bouncer. Absolutely, because that's just the type of people we are. Absolutely, because the child matters and it's important. The child is not the ignorant person here. You are, and you need a stump pull pile driver to realize that. By a couple flights of stairs, then you need that. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, those are <laughs> race-related intro. Um, that was pretty lengthy. I think that was like, what, 20-something minutes? Well, you know what? Sometimes they, this needs to be talked about in a sort of long form For the fashion. culture. For the culture. High five. Audio high five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So let's get back to this nigga shit. All anyway. right. Sweet. <laughs> this is my forte. I can do this. Um, Future Purple Rain dropped last week. <laughs> <laughs> that was one. It was kind of a turd burger of a mixtape. and I can Very just... much so a turd burger of a mixtape. <laughs> it was a turd burger of a mixtape for many reasons. I was. You know what? So, so the anticipation to it, like niggas dropped it late, but I don't. Come out? It came out Sunday or Monday. Sunday morning. It came out Sunday morning. It was promised Saturday night by a certain time through live mixtapes. Right. And they dropped, like, Esco, Metro, and whoever, like, I guess Future had already put his verses in. Mm-hmm. But, like, niggas mixing it had dropped the ball. Right. And I um, think, I don't know. I feel like it's Esco because he, like, he looked like a nigga that dropped the ball a lot. I feel like mixtape sites dropped the ball because they need to get their tags on it. It's like, come on. It's three in the morning. We need this mixtape so we can put www.thatpiff.com in the fucking song title. Oh, God. God. And you know what? I have the no problem. no DJ version of anything. I, I have the no DJ, no DJ version of Purple Rain. Oh, that's good. If you want. So there's only like a Be- couple songs on there that I really like, but I feel like they need to be better quality. So let's. It's like when all those Young Thug songs leaked and I waited for them to be like on Slime Season 1 and 2. Which song To be in Better like? Quiet. Uh, Wicked. God. Wicked's kind of cool, Wicked but it sounds like Wiggle, like, Wiggle, 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 Wiggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. even though it sounds like Wiggle, Wiggle, Wiggle. Did I? And then no charge, and then um, what is it? Run up. Um, who? Gosh, hold on. I'm trying to figure no this charge. Out. I lost a few songs on here. Hold on, how did that happen? All right, I got them all. It found um, out you got the no DJ version. <laughs> and it scattered them like Dragon Balls. Inside the mattress. Dripping? You didn't like Dripping? Dripping was good. I like the Perky's Calling because that's a hilarious title. And it was just like, it was just like a, this feels very Kanye-esque to me. Mm. But like if Future did Kanye songs. Like if Future, Future did a Kanye ri- song, this Future is Future is secretly sound. writing probably a Kanye song. Probably on this new Swish album. Anyway, Purple Rain. It was too rushed. I don't want to say that. Like in like the like Future's mixtapes have had sort of a quality to them that this kind of didn't meet. Like everything was very murky and badly mixed. Like certain things that should stand out, like those eight oh eight bumps on these like these down south mixtapes are just supposed to stick out. That, but it's like everything's so blurred. Mm-hmm. What did I think of it? So 
I remember actually waking up. I probably woke up like 20 minutes after it dropped. And I was like, oh, shit, new future mixtape. I'm in there like swimwear. So I'm like downloading this shit. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's about to be. I didn't think it was going to be lit, honestly. I, I didn't like, think it was going to be super hard. I thought. But I thought it'd have like a couple tracks that I would really but like. man, did the Zaytoven track ever let me the fuck down? I forgot what? which one was the Zaytoven track. I think it was Run Up or something. Oh, something, that's my John. There was something with. I don't remember what it was specifically. But it was definitely the Zaytoven track let me down. Um, but Purple Rain as a whole, oh my god. Like, some people like it, but I think it's just by, like, virtue of just, like, liking future shit. Like, they don't understand. No, Zaytoven did Bye Bye, which I, apparently I don't have on this shit. Um, it's such a letdown, oh my god. There we go. I don't know. The entire thing was sort of a letdown, but someone I don't... said that it felt like like Future got a lot of B side beats from like producers. Yeah, I feel like now they're all just kind of sound like these were the worst part of the songs that he didn't put on his previous four projects mm-hmm. or five projects now. But I think that he's dropped so much fire in the last year that this doesn't. This is barely a blip on the scale. Like this is, I think for all, for all rights, this isn't really a good mixtape. What gets me tight is I know that whatever he comes out with next will not be of quality either, because he's going on tour, and he had, doesn't have that kind of know. time to be in the studio. I don't know. I feel like he unless they take the studio with them. I'm sure they'll take the studio with them, and I'm also sure like, for instance, like. Future's not the person to sort of, like, he's not a real sociable person. Mm-hmm. So, like, if he's not touring, he's fucking in the studio. And I know he's in the studio all the time because he doesn't do interviews. And I know he doesn't do interviews all the time because he doesn't like to do interviews because he likes just fucking recording music. Mm-hmm. And he has so much music in the bank that he's able to release three mixtapes in the span of fucking six months and then an album. And then do another album with Drake and pretty much exhaust all of his Metro Boomin, Southside, TM88, Zaytoven, you know... <laughs> beats and things like that that he gets that he exclusively gets mm-hmm. that that to the point where I think they're pretty much exclusively first producing for future and then for everybody else um, but the fact this mixtape wasn't really too good it wasn't not a few great tracks personally I like you know Inside the Mattress I like Hater Shit I like Perky's Calling you play Run Up again? alright hold on that's my shit I like, um, that's probably it. But, you know, a couple tracks. These are things like, you keep you keep a few of them, you throw the rest away. It's literally like every DJ Khaled album. That's the, This is DJ Khaled album out of 10. Yeah. Yeah, so you just, you take what you like and then you throw the rest away. You don't even need to know that, like, shit like, you know, anything else existed on this fucking album. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like this could be remixed really well. That's why. That's why I like it. Maybe that's what he did, so it can just be remixed. But I'm sure he said he's dropping another project soon. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be Beast Mode Two. I don't think anything is gonna be Beast Mode Two, because I don't think Beast Mode Two is gonna exist. At least not now. I think like if he down the line, he's like, "Yo, I need you know." And upcharge and things, he might say, "Hey, I'm gonna do Monster Two or like um, Fifty Six Nights Two. I don't know, Fifty Seven mm-hmm. Nights. Um, I don't think they're gonna do Fifty Six Nights Two because that was like a like a based off an experience that DJ Esco had. Yeah. All right. Well. well, not just that. It's like it's like they probably name it something else. They did something like like similar to it because it's like just an eight oh. Like really, the only thing that kind of distinguishes it. Is the fact is like the 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 occurring plot line of like DJ Eskimo's experience, right. and then like it just being all eight Southside produced eight away mafia tracks except for March Madness. March Madness was amazing. It was produced by Tarantino of eight oh eight mafia. It's still amazing. Shout out to March Madness because that song is never getting old anytime soon. That thing in commas are kind of timeless. And uh, what else? Future song. I don't know, but anyway, Future dropped the Purple Rain mixtape. Wasn't all that good. Uh, really, it was just, I think it was just promotional material for, like, promoting the tour. The tour. Yeah, it's promote the tour. It's the same name as the tour. I would have had Ty Dollar Sign on it, you know? I would have had, it like, a couple features because it's, Maybe like... Maybe Lil Donald. I mean, Lil Donald's supposed to be on the tour, nigga. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I, w- I would have had Ty Dollar Sign on it. I don't know about, you know, if he wants to exhaust his Drake feature right now. Or maybe get, like, I don't know, like... Hmm. Who would he get right now? Who would Who would help him? I feel like... 
I don't know. I feel like he doesn't fuck with everybody. I feel like he fucks with people who pay him to do features, but he doesn't necessarily. It's mm-hmm. not the same way where it's like, I need you on a song, nigga. Like, he doesn't need people on a song. You know, it would be great to see, you know, Future and Young Thug collide again, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I wonder if, what, what about Ape shit? Oh, the mic will. Well, Ransom 2 is coming out soon, so I don't think there's any room for ape shit. Till I feel Ransom like there's room for ape shit. Maybe like a leftover from ape shit. I, I'm interested in Ransom 2 because I kind of like Ransom 1. Yeah, I liked Ransom 1 too. But it had like a mad good cut that mm-hmm. I liked. California Rari. Yo, that and you know, I don't, I'm not super big on Riff Raff tracks, but mm. Chopping Blades was really good. I am not big on Riff Raff tracks, so it is not on my shit. Oh, and then Paradise, which is like ended up on Dark Sky Paradise, but like an original. Oh, yeah, that was on that. On Ransom. What else was on there? Was Swerve on there? No, well, I think it was, yes. Hold on, let me Swerve look was on that joint. I'm sure Ransom is on Apple Music. Yeah, it probably is. Shout out to Apple Music. Drinks on us. Drinks on us. Yeah. Um, Before the someone to love at two chains. That was a long song for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, chopping blade. That goddamn freestyle. What? This was so far. Um, by the world featuring Future and Lil Wayne. I think. Oh, and Kendrick Lamar was on this. Yeah. Gosh, that was a great song. That was a single that like no one gave a fuck about. Yeah. And it had, like, all the great makings of a single. But I think this was, like, the down end of, like, Lil Wayne shit. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, Kanye West decided to take hella long with his... First of all, please, please don't be that person who kind of waits for a fucking... Waits for, you know, the Kanye Good Friday track to drop. And then when he doesn't drop it, just, like, harass him until he does. Because, like... I don't know. You're you lucky. think a nigga with mad money and like his wife is a bad bitch and he got two kids? Like you think he gives a, a shit about like I deadlines? Know. I just yeah. I personally am like yo. If the track comes out, it comes out. I'm gonna hear it anyway. It's not like I'm immediately gonna like. Oh my god. I'm not waiting all day for a Kanye track. I want you guys to do something very special tonight, and it's like get off his dick. Mm. Because one, this track is mad and. Eh? It's not the super greatest shit I've ever heard in terms of rap music by Kanye West. Mm-hmm. It's just cool. I think this is... So here, in terms of how I feel about the song, I guess. Um, I appreciate the effort. Yeah, because it's like more thoughtful. It's more, it's more, it's more of a return to his old style. This is good. When it comes up on shuffle, you're like, oh yeah, this this was the thing. Like this this song existed. But in terms of just like the great Kanye West tracks, like it's not a great Kanye. It's great now because you haven't heard sort of this sound from Kanye West since for a long like time. what Devil in a New Dress. Yeah, so I think a lot of people, um, a lot of people are just so like enamored with the fact that he's doing soul. Be- I think people are so comfortable. Feel so comfortable with Kanye and soul beats together and like soul samples mm-hmm. and hip hop shit. And like, like you the know, very classy boom bap shit. Yeah, like I think people are so like, oh my god. God forbid a nigga experiment with music. Yeah, he's like, oh my god, he's back finally. This is I the like shit it. that we wanted. It's fucked up. Thank you. Oh my god. Because I'm more interested. Oh my god. Con- Thank you, Kanye. Get your goddamn. Oh my god. No. Get man. your goddamn mouths off the goddamn man's balls. Oh man. Relax. Oh my god, Kanye. Like, <laughs> I love this shit. Come on. You know what? They should make this a South Park I listen episode. to the Dilated People's This Way verse all the time. I listen to John Legend and Slum Village um, fucking selfish all the time. I listen to only exclusively 2002 Kanye to 2005 Kanye and then maybe some Dark Sky Twisted Fantasy but I don't listen to any other Kanye you know why because I wish he made this music again and now I'm living for this day in the 2016th year of our lord where he is dropping the soul beats again and oh my god it is delicious great promo cut there but I feel like this song is just so like it's it's cool. It's like a cool yeah. bonus track. Like it's a cool. I bonus feel like track. people need to relax. It's not. I feel like this track isn't canon. Yeah, this track isn't canon to me. Now, in terms of, because I had this discussion early in the week actually with Brandon Songnitz. He's like, "Do you enjoy the song?" I'm like, "I think the song's cool." <laughs> like you know, if I do enjoy the song, I mean, I think it's a good song, I guess, but I don't think it's the greatest shit on earth. But like. 
it doesn't make me feel any sort of type of way. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't, you know. I remember fucking when Otis dropped and me just replaying that shit over and over, even though, like, I'm sick of Otis now. Uh, 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 uh. But I played that shit over, like, 40, no, 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 no. 45 times in a row. It was crazy. Like, I had to stop myself from doing it or else I'd hate the song sooner. But, like, yeah, I don't know. And then, you know, the Black Skinhead remix drop. <laughs> featuring Miley Cyrus and Travis That Scott. shit is depressing. I don't like it. You don't like I it? I like the original. I like the original, Because I like, I like, well, I like the parts of Jesus and shit. I like the remix and the original. And I'll tell you this, I'll tell you why. Because I liked when, I like when people rework their, I, I like when people rework their production on remixes. Because that's how you know they gave an actual fuck about a remix. Where they sort of reworked it. Like, yeah. This, this is a different style. This is like, this meshes a couple different genres together. Yeah. <laughs> it did that. It did that, but it wasn't that good. I feel like, no, nah, I feel like this it was isn't good. gonna, this is like, after this podcast, I'm gonna, like, erase this song from existence somehow. Well. Because it's too much. It's wild overproduced. I, I No, I can understand that. I can understand that from that point. I think it's cool. Like, is that sample from Jump? That um, I forgot. Sounds like a sample from Jump by House of Pain. No. Yeah, probably. I forgot. That's horrible. And th- you know that was Miley's suggestion. No, I think that was a Kanye thing. I think he was such in a sort of weird mind state where he just wanted to include sounds on things. Like that, like when you start off Jesus and then you get like interrupted by like dial up noises for like two minutes into the song. Um, like shit like that. I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, Kanye West, and I'm sure by the time this podcast air- airs, it'll be a new, you know, Good Friday song. Let me actually check the Twitter. Um, I don't think anything dropped just yet. Because uh, it also comes up on SoundCloud, and I didn't see anything along my way You didn't see anything here. yet? Yeah. But you don't know when it's going to drop. He's going to drop in the middle of a snowstorm. I find it. Well, that would be great, because we are supposed to have the snowstorm this weekend. But, you know, I'm not prepared for it. Are you? Um, I bought more weed. All right, well. Are you going to be working this? It's supposed to be, but it, they might actually have to close the store if they close the railroads. Oh, they're planning to do that? Well, if it's a foot of fucking snow, right? I don't, I'd never believe it's a foot of fucking snow. I never believe it's a foot of fucking snow either, I but... Know, like, and then, like, even if it is a foot of snow, like, the ice and, like, the fucking snow plows will be on it, so it's not like... Word, Mr. Plow gonna be out there. Yeah, people are gonna be on it, so it's not like fucking... I don't know. Snow shit. I mean, if it snows heavy, I mean, I I got laundry to do, so I'm gonna be doing laundry this weekend. I mean, shout outs to me. I, shout outs to Tide. Shout outs to um uh Downey. Shout outs to um shout outs to the store to, like that's right in front of me that sells all this shit. Mm. Shout out to them because they're the only reason I did laundry in the morning. Hmm. I use Tide too, and then I also use what do I use? I use some powder shit. What do I do? I use Downy. I use some other fabric softener brand. I don't know. My clothes smell awesome. So, um, let's see. Um, Migos wiring too, which was significantly better than like a lot of other Migos shit. I couldn't get through like track four. I'll be honest with you. Really? I thought they all just sounded the same after a while. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but this is like a better quality version of them all sounding the same. But I feel like they used to be sort of distinctive before, and now they just kind of rap all the same. Yeah, it's like the issue I have with like pro era shit. Like pro era are great individually, I'm sure, but like I can't distinguish who's who because you know, boom bap rap, you know, spiritual miracles and spherical. Tyricals and shit. I don't know, but like vestigial yeah. testicles and. <laughs> but I can't do that. But even though I love Pro Era, like I like some of their shit, but it's like I can't distinguish who's who. Um. So what do you you know? Quick synopsis of Wire. Quick and synopsis two. of Wire and Two. It's like a bunch of party tracks, but it's like not as contrived concepts as like the last two, like Forrest Whitaker. Uh, like that shit daddy. was. Mr. Dab. No, they they talking about dabbing, dab and they talking about niggas still stealing the dab style or whatever. But it's like, and then maybe there's like one quick joke about dab is not a sneeze in like a chorus. Mm. But that's about it. There's a couple tracks you could grab from here and never look back on. Oh, all right. Well, thank you for that. Um, that's my quick synopsis of it. If you like a hood nigga and you like hood nigga shit, you're going to like this mixtape. Right. 
because it's just a bunch of hood nigga shit. Currency dropped a new EP, but <laughs> that shit's like audio pudding. Uh, and I looked at, I was like, oh, new EP. It's right on time every fucking six weeks, like clockwork. But like, you know, wasn't that good? It wasn't. It wasn't that good. It wasn't. It seems like he's tired of rapping. Nah, I think he's just. That's the way he raps. He raps like he's tired. Yes, unfortunately. But you know what? It's cool. I like some. I don't know. Maybe I just like old currency tracks. Um, Probably. Anderson Pack Malibu. Oh, this shit is very. Is that? <laughs> that was the album cover to, um, the Revenge of the Dreamers, which is the Dreamville. Dude, whose face is that? Is that Steve Francis? I have no idea. Dude, it looks like Steve Francis, like that fugly scrotumy face. That's hilarious. Um. Oh my god. But yeah, Anderson. Anderson Pack or Pac or Pack 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 Anderson Pack Malibu, um, I listened to it or at least you know yeah no I did listen to it I listened to an entire thing on the train which I do not recommend listen to on the train because it's just like it's just not the place to listen to the mm-hmm. shit. Um, West Coast Boy mm-hmm. featured on Dre's Compton album. Um, previously Curbside Jones, who's on this podcast a few episodes ago, talked about him at large. And say, you know, he makes dope music. He actually hit me up this week and asked me if I listened to the album. And at that time, I didn't. But now I have. And it's good. Um, it's, good. it's good, but it's not my cup of tea, I guess. It isn't. Um, it's very, you know, Bilal-esque. <laughs> very uh, D'Angelo-esque. Which is not necessarily my cup of tea in yeah, music. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. But it's like, it's like, it's like where that soul meets hip-hop, like, conjunction. And you and, know, but also like blues and jazz, and, blues, jazz, house, funk, all those things. Yeah, even a little bit of there's even a little bit of a disco feel in there. I don't know. I tried. I mean, not to say that it's, it's not bad because it's really good. It's not bad. It's good quality. It's just like not, not music that I would listen to on a daily basis. I don't think as much soul as this has. It still, to me, didn't have any life. Mm-hmm. So that's my, you know stretch up poetry for the day <laughs> to me it felt like the intersection where badu meets kendrick they mm. have a child and then that child is raised by frank ocean mm. like piccolo the, the writing is very you know frank ocean-esque mm-hmm. and i don't want to downplay his writing because i'm sure he writes his own stuff and mm-hmm. just like absolutely he's written for dr dre and shit like that but who hasn't written for dr dre but like i've written for dr dre nigga i wrote you know oh i wrote for dr i wrote dr. his too. thesis the other week nigga. dude like, i wrote his prescription <laughs> but like doc you need more painkillers your fists hurt for punching the, women <laughs> i got you but yeah i don't know it's it's not my cup of tea shout out to anderson pack maybe i mean maybe next album will be but like this one is not but you know it's dope music if you like soul music you fuck with this um what else drop purple haze 2 is coming this fall Set to be one of Cameron's last albums because he wants to focus on movies and other shit. Um, So the fader says Cameron is approaching the sunset days of his career in music. He says, I'm winding down. God bless his soul. um, Getting more focus on movies and television. He's going to have a kid soon. And is he? I thought he had kids already. No, he has one child already from a previous marriage, but okay. uh, like a previous relationship. But he's got like a new girl, so oh, it's like he hasn't gotten her pregnant yet. And, and I'm surprised because she's Spanish. <laughs> and indeed, his current on-screen endeavors, which include the sequel to his 2014 Netflix film Percentage, he had a Netflix film, yeah, and a pilot for a semi-autobiographical autobiographical sitcom that sounds like a cross between. 50 Cent's MTV reality show, The Money and Power, which no one watched. And The Office sounds promising. But before he fades out the game, he's got one more album to drop. <laughs> Written by, like, Aaron Magruder or some shit. Yeah, or something. So it has, like, a powerful life message. Give Cameron the director reigns behind a superhero movie. Like a Marvel or DC movie. <laughs> nah, yeah, actually, you know what? Luke Cage, he could do that. Luke Cage? Luke Cage, yeah. Because I'm it's not sto- familiar with the... Okay, Luke Cage is basically the story of a dude that goes to prison, gets experimented on, comes out, and he's like a hero for the hood. Oh, look at that. And who could play Luke? I mean... Cameron. Oh, Cameron. Cameron with just like 50,000 pounds of muscle. It looks very Terry Crews-esque. Nah, they probably just gonna get Idris Elba, shave his head. Nah, I don't think Idris Elba shave his head for B, you know. They're gonna get Tyrese. 
Tyrese, there we go. Tyrese. It's just go. like, and then like Cam's feeding him the lines and trying to make sure that like the dialogue he says is organic. Give, and sound give stupid. Cameron a, you know, a superhero movie. Make him come up with a hood romantic com, you know, a rom-com. Oh, no, no, no. Luke Cage marries a white bitch, but she got superpowers too, and they have like a superpowered baby. All right, well. And then you can tie gentrification in because you'd be like, yo, the superpowered white bitch just moved in with her superpowers. If Cam, I don't know, Cameron producing shows, like, he could produce a good rom-com, I think. I think Cameron could produce a good rom-com. I think, um, you know, maybe a thriller. Like a psychological thriller? Yeah, just like some hood Like, shit. bro, where's my work? Like. <laughs> psychological thriller. I think this nigga stole the work. This nigga stole the work, you lost the goddamn work. Scene. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> scene. And then that's like the, the the fucking cliffhanger to one episode. That's hilarious. Oh man. I mean, I don't know. I could see Cameron doing things. But Purple Haze Two is alleged to drop this fall, so you know. Hopefully it's of great quality because if this is really his last thing, I don't want just like, you know, mm-hmm. hood booger beats on it. Just you hood know. booger beats. He's probably gonna get beats from A Rap music and the hood heat makers. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Do some like, see if Kanye wants to do something again. Like Kanye owes you. Or Probably. you owe Kanye or something. I don't know. You were on Kanye's album. He was on your album. Just try to do something with him again and just like, you know, I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, Mariah Carey's not doing anything. Oh. You don't want to do that again? No? All right. Well, um, No one should. Let's see. <laughs> you should leave her into like her God, mansion Why did I save this for last? Oh, my God. The Meek Mill 444. Oh. Oh. We reached the climax point. Because I've been waiting to talk about this for a hot minute. I don't know why I saved it for last. I think I forgot about it. Yeah, well, no, it came it's out... not last. Okay, great. I thought I, I thought I forgot about it. Um, Meek Mill dropped this 4 for 4 mixtape randomly on a Saturday. Yeah, and you can get a beverage, some chicken nuggets, a sandwich, and some fries for $4 oh, yeah, at Wendy's. Thing? Yes. 4 for 4 is awesome, by the way. I mean, yeah. fucking Wendy's. This, Wendy's 4 for 4, better than Meek Mill's 4 for 4, I think. Agreed. Because Agreed. I think Wendy's 4 for 4 didn't set me up for, like, disappointing bitterness. It set me up for, like, full stomach. And a full stomach. I think Wendy's also delivers, you know, because it's just, like, satisfying. Mm-hmm. Whereas Meek Mill's 4 for 4 kind of leaves you, like... You know, why the fuck would you do this? Why would you do this again? You know, why would you after you 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 had a good chance? He's the kid that got like an ass whooping with a belt and said, fuck Fuck y'all, fuck y'all. I'm going to do more bad shit and I'm going to get keep getting hit with this belt. He he got an ass whooping with a belt and then like that ain't hurt. Then he got (laughs) he got what I would call like you live in a cul-de-sac and like your mom is outside whooping your ass with the belt and your butt is out. Right. Like, that's what I One would call those. OVO Fest. <laughs> that's exactly what I would call that. Oh, Meek Mill's 4 for 4. Granted, it wasn't bad. Not terrible at it all. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible, I but wish, it was stupid. It was just I like, wish it hadn't spawned the headlines of him going at Drake again and then spawned a week-long Instagram meme beef with 50 Cent. 50 Cent put his lips on, like, he literally put Meek Mill's face and lips on doo-doo. Because you know 50 Cent has nothing to do now that he's allegedly poor. Yeah. He literally has so much free time in the world. He doesn't have a Snapchat where he shows us his entire life like Khaled, but I'm sure it would be kind of hilarious. But, like, he literally has all the free time in the world to do all his Photoshop memes and post all of his shit. And I'm sure he does it himself. So I don't know why you would poke 50 Cent now. I think he's just trying to find a way out of the beef with Drake. So he kind of found a way about beefing with someone less significant, i.e. 50 Cent. Yep. And now it's been a week, and we're just like, God damn it, just just shut the hell up, just both of you. But both of them are the third nigga on the evolutionary chart. No, Fifty Cent looks more like that nigga. But Meek Mill, <laughs> Meek Mill is like one of those like offshoot tangents on the evolution chart <laughs> that like didn't really evolve better. Squirrel fish, <laughs> squirrel butt monkey fish squirrel frog, butt monkey <laughs> butt monkey fish frog. Oh, oh man. South Park references. Um, but yeah, oh, man. I don't know. It's just. Just a, I wish he just gave us music and it would have just been dope. Right? Like just we would have said, "Yo, this is dope." You I know mean, it's what? Not that I, dope, but it's. Still I kind want of dope. him to drop a new mixtape called "This Bezel Is My GED." <laughs> that sounds like a rich the kid fucking mixtape or something. This bezel is my GED. No, it sounds like that sounds like something. That sounds like he would something he would say. But yeah, I don't know. This Got this bezel like my diploma. I I can't with this nigga anymore, man. 
I've, I mean, I don't. I haven't given up on Meek Mill, but I'm just like I'm over it. He's like, he fucked his own. He fucked him own. Ah. He fucked himself over. There we go. Thank you. Um, I guess the last. Y'all trying to fuck me over? Hey. You know what's funny? I was saying, listening to that song the other day. What was I listening to? That Fifty Cent mixtape. Which one? The con tape. Oh. That was a one and done for me. I don't think I can oh, revisit that. I like it. Um, Y'all trying to fuck me over. Y'all trying to fuck. And then that fucking Post Malone song. I had Patiently Waiting the other day. That was awesome. Dude, I have, like, it's one of the few rap tracks that comes up immediately on Serato, so I always end up playing it. I was. I also listened to Forgot About Dre. <laughs> and then I listened to the other Eminem and Dre song. Which one? Guilty Conscience? No, the other... No, m- never mind. It was the Dre and Snoop song from The Chronic 2001. Oh, okay. Um, The next episode? Yeah. I don't know. I've just been into this weird early 2000 sort of mix. It's good because the music there is, like, very different than the music people so make. so much more livelier and vibrant and shit. Yeah. Like, I... You can... Oh God. You remember the videos just from even remembering the song. Mm-hmm. I remember that fucking... I remember, you know, the Rough Rider anthem. I had a video, right? Yeah, I do yep. remember the video. And then, I don't know. I'm just in this early 2000s strip. Like, don't try to catch me with some... Like, that mid-end 2000s shit where, like, it was just a huge, like, fucking blur for, like... A, just, like, even... Not even just in music. Just in culture in general. Because yeah. I can't remember shit that happened in 2009. I'll just be honest with you. Like, I'm sure albums were released and, like, shit happened. But I don't remember. Like, I remember Charlie Sheen happened. And I think that... I don't even think that was in 2009. What, winning? Yeah. That happened like 10, And now he's got HIV. I, he was on the, I was in the laundromat, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and he was like on some show. I think he was on Dr. Oz or something like that, just talking about like HIV and AIDS. Dr. Oz was probably helping him with that, sliding him some pills and shit. Probably. Take some turmeric. I feel like any guest of Dr. Oz, you like sneak him like, yo, can I get a prescription so I can like go back to work on my, you know, <laughs> so I can yeah. just, just write this prescription, man. You're not only I've just got a, you, I've got, uh, Charlie Sheen, I've got the first anti-AIDS condom. And I bet he just shows you how to use it, I mean, you know. First anti-AIDS condom. First anti-AIDS suppository. <laughs> I'll take the suppository because I ain't wearing no rubber. <laughs> Um, this ain't the first time I've stuck a miscellaneous drug up my butt. <laughs> I know El Chapo and Sean Penn. Music's biggest week may be on the horizon. So according to Hits Daily Double, um, alongside Kanye's bitch, mm-hmm. which drops on February 12th, um, Rihanna is allegedly gearing up to drop her album considering that her tour Andy? begins yes, at the end of February and Drake is also closing out the recording of his album. Oh, it's actually done being recorded. Oh, yeah, right, right, It's getting right. mixed and mastered now. And so now it's just like, apparently according to Hits Daily Double, they may all come out around the same time, even potentially the same week. Kanye sort of like showed his hand, so everyone else is going to fall into place. Um, I don't know. I think Drake would be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna just do it anyway." Cause no, Drake would that, drop maybe. it like a week in advance. Drake, Drake. The thing with Drake is, oh shit, let me not lose that. Um, the thing with Drake is, NBA All Star Weekend is in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Kanye is dropping his album during NBA All Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drake will be everywhere and anywhere at NBA All-Star Where Weekend. Where there is a fat button, some hookah. And the Grammys are also at the tail end of NBA All-Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. So it's a perfect time to drop anything. I'm sure, you know, Taylor Swift's getting ready to drop a mixtape or something along those lines. Oh, God. No. But, um, like, that shouldn't happen. Something is going to happen, you know, at the end of this. At the, at, at, I think February is looking like a good month. That's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. If Rihanna and Drake are truly dropping. Now, if you had to... Let's say they all dropped at the same week. Who's selling the most and in what order? Oh. um, Drake, then Rihanna, then Kanye? Or Drake, Kanye, then Rihanna? I feel like it's Drake, Kanye, Rihanna. Drake, Kanye, Rihanna? But I feel like, I don't know, maybe I feminists feel- will think we're hating or something. No, no, no. I don't think we're hating. It's just that the, the level to which Drake reaches people. Right. Drake reaches people in other countries. It's weird. But I feel like you and also, like, slice out. If you do that, you also kind of hinder yourself because then you commit people to buying only a certain amount. Mi- like, CDs aren't fucking cheap. You know what I'm saying? I spent eighteen ninety nine on a Jeremiah album, by the way. <laughs> you bugging. Fucking Def Jam. 
Um, shout out to Def Jam if you want to be on the show anytime. <laughs> but nah, like Def Jam, if you ever on the show, we're gonna have to fight for New York. I like that. I had that game. Um, uh, no, I'm dead ass power bombing the nigga off the on the train tracks, nigga. The train tracks, nah. Remember on the CDJ, nigga. Which which one of those games was where you had to fight sticky fingers at the top of a building? It might have been. Um, or it was a Snoop Dogg. It was like you had to fight sticky fingers and then Snoop, Snoop Dogg was the boss. Mm-hmm. And like you had to fight him and throw him out the window or some bullshit like that. I think it was the fight for New York. It was the second one. It wasn't the original. Yeah, the original one had like Ice Cube and like Sean Paul and like Ludacris. And Sean shit. Paul wasn't in it, but Ludacris was. Sean Paul was in the original fight Def Jam game. He wasn't. Mm-mm. God, I had both. Hold on. Def oh yeah, Jam I had both too. I was Vendetta. Go ahead. I remember the tag team of Red Man and Method Man. Dude, I remember that you had like no tag team specials. Why didn't that game ever catch on? It didn't catch on. I feel like it did, and then it like it didn't. Yeah, I feel like people had it, but didn't like play it a lot. Yeah, it doesn't even show the characters on their Wikipedia page. What a dumbass Wikipedia page. Yeah. Um, I guess we're done. Done with what? With Def Jam Vendetta? No, with the podcast. Deadass? Yeah, that was it. Nigga, this has been a long shit. A long shit, you say? A long shit. You're going to need some fiber, fam. going to need some fiber. Fiber one. I feel like, I don't know, in, ta- in terms of just like, if we're about to have this conversation about taking shits. <laughs> oh, no, we can stop right here. We can stop right here? Yeah. All right, well. Yeah. This can... has been episode 46. We're not talking about taking shits anymore. It's 2016. We're grown-ass men. Oh, well, we're grown-ass men taking shits. And not taking shit and all of that cool shit. So, you know, this has been episode 46. This is very Oh, by the way, the I don't know. Wait, I, we didn't, I didn't, I forgot to drop the Two Belts Plays Pokemon episode just because, like, I fucking forgot. Um, really? Yeah, I forgot. Oh, I thought it was up there. You just didn't, like, promote it. No, I, 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 I forgot oh, to put it up. Fuck. Um, fuck. Fuck. It, it, it will come. This is the 20th anniversary of Pokemon. This is a lot belts. of cool releases because of it, so, I guess. I feel like we should do more than one. Another one? Another one, but not actually play the game because I don't want to commit to it anymore. <laughs> oh, you bitch. Uh, you want to wanna... do? You want to have a battle? Um, we both have um, we both have Alpha Red, uh, Alpha Red, Omega Red, and Alpha Sapphire. All right. Yeah, we can have a battle one day. Pussy. Um, yeah. nut up or shut up. Next week, I guess we're gonna talk about you know, the Royal Rumble. Yep, no fucking choice. No fucking choice. So we'll be having a wrestling podcast. It's okay because like now I don't have to search for streams and like cut up daily motion videos. You sure don't. I mean, you've never, you haven't watched anything on the, you haven't watched anything on it. Like I've been watching all these like early two thousand raws and shit. Shit's been hilarious, by the way. Like you know, late nine, late nineteen, like when it was like really retarded. When it was really like, like over the top camp. No, and not then, even like, that. Because camp was like nineteen ninety five. Like, the shit was just, like, wild, risque. Mm-hmm. Just, like, hoes and shit. And, like, people calling them hoes, but you couldn't call them hoes on UPN, but you could call them hoes on USA Network and shit like that. I don't know. Just, like, I'm up to the point where, you know, Stephanie McMahon, the, the, the McMahon-Helmsley, you know, Action. ungodly alliance. Yes, I'm up to that. So, um. Look at him. Look at her. Like, she wasn't supposed to be fucking him, but she, she was. wasn't supposed to be fucking him. But she, she was fucking, fucking him. <laughs> oh, man. Vince McMahon laugh. Uh, all right. Well, that's it. That shit was funny. We will see you guys next week. Hopefully, you know, we have guests. Bitch. One, one day. Later. All right.